season two of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain. And this is Scott McCain. Thank you so much for joining us once again on Project Distinct. We are here today to talk about talent. Yes, talent. How do you hire good talent? What do you look for in the best talent? What does it take to put together talent in such a way that it moves your organization ahead? Whether we're talking about a department that you manage in a large company, whether you have a small business, whether you are a financial advisor with your team of advisors, what do you look for as you're trying to put together a team to better serve your customers, make your business more productive? One of the challenges we see with entrepreneurs, for example, all the time, in our work at the Ultimate Business Summit, is a fundamental question. One of the top questions we always get asked has to do with personnel. How do you put together a team that functions effectively? And some thoughts on that, and it's generated by an article I read over the weekend from Farnham Street. Farnham Street has a weekly email newsletter called Brain Food. Farnham Street is a terrific, terrific uh, website with some great information and a podcast and everything. Shane Parrish is the founder of Farnham Street in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And it's just so insightful. We're going to be sharing the importance of working with A players from his blog about that uh, here on Project Distinct today. And it's brought to you by the aforementioned Ultimate Business Summit. 10% is a pretty good goal. If you could make 10% more profit, sell 10% more, have your team be 10% more productive, be 10% happier in your business, wouldn't that be valuable? We're not about setting unrealistic goals at Delta Business Summit, but we can help you make your realistic goals come true. That's why over 90% of the people who have attended previously come back again. It's because there are specific tactics and insightful strategies you can implement immediately. That's what we talk about at the Ultimate Business Summit. Just go to ultimatebusinesssummit.com for more information. All right, the importance of working with A players from Farnham Street and Shane Parrish. And he quotes Steve Jobs, and it's a quote that I've used before as well on the importance of assembling the best players. But let's go a little bit more in depth in what Steve Jobs had to say. Here's the quote. I've observed something fairly early on at Apple, he said, which I didn't know how to explain then, but I've thought a lot about it since. Most things in life have a dynamic range in which the ratio of average to best is at most two to one. For example, if you go to New York City and get an average cab driver versus the best taxi cab driver, you'll probably get to your destination with the best taxi driver 30% faster. In an automobile, what's the difference between an average car and the best? Maybe 20%? The best CD player versus the average CD player? Maybe 20%? You can tell this quote's from a few years ago, right? So two to one is a big dynamic range for most things in life. Now, he said, in software, it used to be the case in hardware, but in software, the difference between the average software developer and the best is 50 to 1, maybe even 100 to 1. Very few things in life are like this, but what I was lucky enough to spend my life doing, which is software, is like this. So, Steve Jobs said, I built a lot of my success on finding these truly gifted people, not settling for B and C players, but really going for the A players, he said, I found something. I found when you get enough A players together, when you go through the incredible work to find these A players, they really like working with each other because most have never had the chance to do that before. And they don't work with B and C players, so it's self-policing. They only want to hire A players. 
So you build these pockets of A players and it just propagates. Well, that's an interesting viewpoint, but one of the things this blog post got me thinking was it's more than just collecting A players. I mean, if you had enough money, if you had enough resources, if you had enough outreach, any of our businesses could go out and hire the A players in our specific business. If money was no object, we could go out and we could hire the A players in our business. Does that necessarily mean we're going to have a great team? Jay Perisher quotes, uh, does a kind of a riff on a Bill Belichick line. He says, building a team is more complicated than collecting talent. Let me repeat that. I, I love that line. Building a team is more complicated than collecting talent. In other words, what he's saying here is that what we have to do is to put a great team together, not just go out, as Steve Jobs is talking about, and just collect A players. The leader's job, according to Shane Perry Shear, is, quote, to get the team right. Getting the team right means that people are better as a group than as individuals. He writes, now this is important. Step back and think about that for a second. The right teams make every individual better than they would be on their own. Now, I'm a sports fan, and I know the sports analogies are overused when it comes to uh, talking about business situations. But all of us that are sports fans can probably tell the story of a team that we were fans of that the whole was greater than the sum of its parts. In other words, that because the team functioned together so effectively, the team was better than the sum of those individual players. So what we need to do is not only just go out and get A players, we got to find A players that can work together. We've got to find A players that as a team can accomplish our departmental or division or team or organizational goals. Shane Perry says here that one of the things that he got in trouble with one time was putting a bunch of PhDs in a room. He says, I once tried to solve a problem by doing that. I put a bunch of PhDs in a room. While comments like that sounded good and got me a lot of projects above my level, here's the important point. He says, they were rarely effective at delivering actual results. Statements like, Let's assemble a multidisciplinary team of incredible people. Those are gold statements in meetings if you work for an organization. As he says here, these statements sound intelligent. They're hard to argue with. And more importantly, he writes, they also have no accountability built in and they're easy to wiggle out of. If things don't work out, who can fault a plan that meant putting smart people together in a room? And he writes, well, I can. It's a stupid plan. As he writes here, the combination of individual intelligence does not make for group intelligence. I just love that statement because I've seen that in my own life. I've seen it so much in organizations that I work for, is that they get a bunch of smart managers, but it doesn't mean as a team they're smart in managing, right? In other words, they get these really, really intelligent people. They've got great credentials, Oh my goodness, they've, they've got degrees, they've got experience, but for some reason when they get together as a management team, they just can't get the job done. But yet I've seen others that have a lot of practical experience, who might not have the pedigree, who, who know what it takes to work together as a team, and they accomplish amazing results because they find a way as a team to lead their team. 
He writes here, the combination of individual intelligence, the other problem with it is that in the context of Jobs' quote above, A players provide a lot more than raw intellectual horsepower. Among other things, they build drive, integrity, and ability to make others better. So the importance he's saying of Jobs' statement that we read is not that he just collects A players, but that A players want to work with A players. Now, if we're willing to accept that statement, it doesn't mean they're all the best because the best talent rarely leads to the best solutions. It's the best team that leads to the best solutions. I'll have a final thought on this in just a moment. Right after this mention for Distinction Nation, we'd love to have you join the nation. You get free audio programs, workbooks, and eBooks on what it takes to stand out in today's marketplace. It's absolutely free. All you gotta do is go sign up and join our nation. It's Distinction Nation at distinctionnation.com. Well, according to this blog post on Farnham Street, the best team meant that you had to exercise judgment and think about the problem. While there was often one individual with the idea that ultimately solved the problem, it wouldn't have happened without the team. He writes here, the ideas others spark in us are more than we can spark in ourselves. Isn't that another one of the critical reasons that we need to assemble not only great talent, but more important, lead great teams. That's how we begin to create distinction. Well, that does it for us for today. Look forward to talking to you again tomorrow right here on Project Distinct. You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. To have Scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources, Check out distinctionnation.com for free videos, posts, and more. To have Scott personally deliver his message at your next event, go to scottmccain.com. Please share today's message on social media and make sure to subscribe to Project Distinct on your favorite podcast app. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of Project Distinct. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.